0: Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, along with uh, special guest, Jamie Weisler, and we're going to be the co-hosts of today's show, Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, uh, presented to you by Orange & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. We are a service experts company. We're a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, five-time winner of London Free Press Best of London, two-time winner of St. Thomas and Alga Weekly News Reader's Choice Award, and the first-time winner of the Top Choice Award in London. Um, and presenting sponsor London Knight's radio broadcast on Global News Radio 980 CFPL. Thanks for listening today, and we hope that you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with information on heating, air conditioning, and plumbing and how it works. And uh, since Peter's away, we're really hoping that we get a slew of questions today and a slew of callers just so that um, we can show him up.
1: Oh, really? You don't think he's listening from uh, Pyeongchang?
0: I think uh, he's probably... Well, it's nighttime there, right? We were talking about this, yes. and we figured it's about, what, 11 o'clock or something? Nope. He's He'd be, probably hanging think.
1: out in Canada House.
0: He'd be hanging out in Canada House, getting, you know, photobombing uh, athletes with medals. Perfect. Because I've already seen some of those on Facebook already. So yeah. that's what he'll be doing.
1: That's a thrill of a lifetime right there.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, but to our listeners, most importantly, uh, the phone lines are open, so please give us a call, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. So don't wait, give us a call. So, how are you, Mr. Weisler? (laughs)
1: I'm very good. And you, Mr. Gilbert? (laughs) I am well. I am well. Dry this morning. Much drier this morning. Much drier this morning, yes. Yes. Uh, Now...
0: I know what happened to us here in London with with all the water and the snowmelt that just happened just recently the past couple of days. Yes. What was life like in St. Thomas?
1: Um, in our little uh, neck of the woods, it wasn't too awful bad. I mean, everything's everything's soggy. I mean, it's just like a big sponge out there. So uh, we weren't affected too bad in our area. But uh, you know, Port Bruce, a friend of mine's. Uh, Dump truck was on that bridge yesterday when it. I uh, saw that yeah, picture. Yeah. So
0: he was was he? He was in the dump he truck. He was in
1: the dump truck when that went.
0: And so he got about halfway across, and the yep. bridge just kind of yep. folded underneath of him. Yes.
1: Yeah. Scary Unbelievable. Deal. Yeah. So the power of water. Water yeah. gets places. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, water gets in a lot of places. Yep. I was uh, called out to a home uh, yesterday on Walnut Street, which is right um, down by the down fork of the Thames area down there, just under. Behind, under the volcano, that area where they got hit with a lot of water. And uh, this lady showed me this light bulb, which was in her basement. She had sandbagged the basement trying to stop because the water was was rushing through there, right past their house. So they sandbagged to try to keep the water out. And they'd been using pumps and pumps and, and trying to stay ahead of it. And they just gave up the fight because they couldn't stop it. So when it was all said and done she she had a new LED light bulb that was in the basement. Right. Well, it was full of water. Oh, my. So that's the question. If anybody can tell us how water could get into a sealed LED light bulb, I'd be really curious to understand that.
1: Well, I'm here to tell you that light bulb's not sealed. Unlike, oh. unlike our regular incandescent bulbs that are sealed in a vapor or an inert gas to make that element glow, LEDs are not. They need the air to be... Uh, able to get out from the heat that's generated from the. the
0: Look at yeah. you just answering my question I know like stuff. that! Wow, mm-hmm. check mm-hmm. that out. There you go. Are you some kind of trivia guru? Uh, no, no, I just <laughs> just know stuff. Read stuff. So that that light bulb is not sealed then? No, it is not. no. Hence, if it's submerged, it will it fill get with water. water. Yes. Yep. Where our old fashioned incandescent bulbs, they're they're vacuumed. So so exactly. They're
1: sealed. Exactly. Wow. Yeah.
0: Aren't you just a wealth of knowledge? Anything else today? you want to know? Well, I <laughs> maybe I should just be asking you yeah. some questions, well, and you can answer all this stuff for me.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about space toilets or anything like that, or anything on you know Mars missions. So don't ask me. You anything know anything
0: about that? About that? Okay. No. Uh, so have you been watching the Olympics?
1: Uh, yep, I've been trying to pay attention as much as I can. They're on at just odd times for us, so
0: it is really um, odd.
1: Yes. It's... The curling's been exciting to watch. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know like like we said before the show, you know Canada set such a high bar. the other the other you know parts of the world have really stepped up their game to try to compete with us. and you know they, they've done that handily this year, so they did. but yeah. there was some good games to watch. Yes,
0: we uh, you know, as Canadians, we need to be proud of the fact that you know we're out there trying to make curling better for for the world, and we've done so. Yes. so uh, unfortunately, fortunately, we didn't have necessarily have a good week. Uh, but that doesn't mean that no those athletes played well and deserved to win. So. They did
1: so, and you know, and to give the the Canadians their due, like you had mentioned, uh, who coaches those other teams in the world?
0: Yes, they're mostly Canadian, mostly
1: coaches. Canadian. So, so they've they've really taken our game and and brought it home for themselves to play too. So that's good. Kudos to us for. And I
0: was quite pleased for uh, Team Schuster from the United States. They were in the gold medal game against Sweden uh, last night, and uh, which they won. Uh, they were they came from behind and won the game, and. You know, anybody who was here in London watching the Continental Cup um Schuster's team was here playing, so uh, hats off to them. Um they, they obviously they had a great week. They didn't start off well, but I know they finished strong. So
1: And Peter predicted that at your Continental Cup games here you would see a gold medal team. Right. And sure enough, there we are. So yes. Peter was correct. Yeah. So absolutely. if you're listening, Peter
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll be listening, but it's it's he'll uh, he'll certainly listen to the tape. When he gets back, uh, he'll go. He'll run through these tapes just to see what's going on. Yeah, and so what else do I want to say? Um, you're a, you're a Knights fan.
1: Yes, I am a Knights fan. Yes, and
0: yep. you go to all the games?
1: No, not all the games. I try to watch as many as I can. We we actually were at the game last night. Uh, Knights played hard. It was actually it was it looked like a. No, um, you know, an overtime game, all game, or even a playoff hockey. Yes. I mean, both teams are trying to, you know, play for a position so they can get home ice advantage in the playoffs. And yeah. unfortunately, the Knights were on the losing end of that game, but uh, it, was a, it was a good game to watch.
0: Okay. I I think I have to take this call. So, um, yeah, I'm getting the nod from Christian. Yeah, take this call. So just give me one second.
2: Go ahead. Hello, Steve. Oh, just hello. I wondered how the sale is going from Korea.
0: Oh, uh, we have been so busy uh, that, um, you know, you just can't believe it, Peter.
2: Well, I hope you're watching on TV the Canada hockey game, because uh, I think we're going to get a bronze medal.
0: How could I possibly do that when I'm on the radio right now?
2: (laughs) Well, you normally have your, you're talking on your phone, and since. Since I'm not there, I figured you'd be watching the TV. Well, Christian
0: just turned it on for me, so there, you there go. I've got it. Yeah. I've got it played in there. Well, that's that's good. So you've had a you've had an interesting couple of weeks.
2: Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been been one of those weeks I'll never forget. Oh, <laughs> so,
0: and I see but it. it's
2: been a lot of fun. It's uh, it's quite a place over here, and I'll tell you the South Koreans are more friendly than Canadians.
1: Wow, is that possible?
2: <laughs> it, it I didn't think it was. But I'm telling you, it is. They've just been great, They're great hosts.
0: And so, uh, apparently, Matt Hamilton, when he when he said that uh, Donald Trump would never watch a curling game, um, he must have heard that because he sent his daughter Ivanka to watch, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. She was about five feet down. And one. So yeah, so that. Her and, yeah.
0: And uh, it looked like, uh, from the pictures I saw as well, that Canada House is just was rocking last
2: night was rocking tonight okay. we've got uh, back to the hotel on the bus it's like eleven fifteen in uh in here in uh beijing or not beijing that's
0: in Pyongyang. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> but
2: uh Beijing's the next Olympics. I'm already thinking ahead.
1: Oh, are you? Okay. <laughs> are you going to that one now, Peter, too?
2: Uh, I think this might have made me uh, put that on my list. Uh, to
0: I there. see. Wow. Okay. Well, good for you.
2: Yeah. So you guys have fun on the show, and uh, I'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks.
0: All right. Thanks for, thanks for calling, Peter. Okay, Peter, be safe. No problem. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Well... Well, the boss checking in. He did. So we're gonna to go to commercial break, uh, because I'm gonna get the nod from Christian and then we'll talk as soon as we get back. Thanks.
1: Oh Lord,
2: my God. When I know someone do, consider
1: Well, that's a that's that's a different taste, isn't it? I thought it was "Michael, row your boat I was going to start singing along. Oh.
0: So, uh, Dan got to pick last week because he finished last, and and uh, and it was he decided he threw out uh, a gospel uh, topic, and that that was Gord finally uh, got on the table with a song when he picked that one, which was "How Great They Art" by Ellis.
1: Oh, way to go, Gord! Yeah. I don't know how you follow that up. So. <laughs> Back to you, Steve. <laughs> All right. So
0: um, it was Peter in Pyeongchang, right? At yes. the Olympics, right?
1: Yes. So. Nice of him to check in on us. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I want to see if we're showing up for work and doing, doing, doing a business. Just making sure that we're here, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. So what do you got for me?
1: Um, You know, it, it, I, I'm ever hopeful that we're going to have a, a change in government, not to uh, you know bring my political views in into anything, but uh, with the government programs for the rebates and stuff that you guys are partaking in for homeowners, for the uh, go green energy environmental stuff, um, is there any thoughts or fears that any of the programs that this government that we have in the Ontario legislation right now is going to change going forward if we have a change in that government, which I really hope we do? <laughs> so Please. not
0: not understanding your political views at all on this. Uh, it's a good question. So see, what happens with, with monies is uh, federally it's mandated uh, because the Trudeau government wanted um, to reduce our carbon footprint. and yes. And so all that is passed down to the provinces and the provinces then create programs. So what they do is there's money allotted to... Uh, different uh, programs in order to reduce carbon footprint. So Ontario, what they did was they they gave money to Union Gas to to uh, manage, and then they also then there's another one that's done through Ontario Power as well. So all those monies are managed, but the change of government thing always can throw a little bit of a kicker into things. So uh, it, sometimes they'll want to put their own spin on it. So right. what they'll do, they'll close a the program down, and then they'll reopen it with a different name, a different face, and and uh, different ways of, of doing things. Typically, the typically the monies are still there, uh, but you just don't know what's going to come out of the watch. So really, and is it going to be better or is it going to be worse? No one really knows those things. You can't, you know, you don't have a crystal ball to see all that stuff. But it, so it's important that if... I always—if you're guaranteed something right now, you might as well take that because right. there's no guarantees in the future. Right. You, you know, like there's no saying that that a new uh, new government in power won't just wipe that out and come up with something else because right. their target is something else completely right. different. Right. So,
1: if someone signed up for one of your Green On Energy programs for a new furnace right. today, yep. If the paperwork and stuff was signed, you know, within the next week or so is that that's a binding contract under today's It has rules. to be honoured. That's correct. Right. So even if we did have a change of government in June 7th, please, um, that that's not going to alter anything that's done up to that point.
0: That's correct. So what happens is, as long as the process is started, and so, for instance, uh, if you have one of those home assessments done, so as long as that home assessment is done and you are registered, then you are...
1: Good to go. You're
0: good to go. As that's long done. as you fit those... those um, Parameters in which they dictate that programs under so, right. you know you've only got four months to have the second one done. You you have to have a you have to show an improvement. As long as you obey all those rules, then you're guaranteed.
1: And you guys work hand in hand with the consumer to make sure that absolutely that, that's yes. followed to a T. Yeah.
0: So we we work and we work closely with a with a a company called like we, we deal with Amerispec here in London uh, just on they they do our, all of our Energy assessments. Audits. Yep. And so we work closely with them. And we just make sure that, you know, if if I have a customer today that purchases a furnace and they want an assessment, I'll organize all that for them, so they don't have to worry about making the phone call. They'll their responsibility is to do the improvements, and to book the second appointment to make sure that they get their monies. Excellent. Okay, that's good. Well, because it's it's it can be confusing for the consumer, and we yes. try to take that away. Yes just to make sure.
1: And sometimes yeah, those government programs are confusing because most, you know, regular customers, consumers aren't paying attention to the fine details. They just see that there there's an incentive there to upgrade their Right, they their see equipment.
0: that they see the the monies and the dollar values and think, well, yeah, I I'd, I'd like to get that. So, right. yes, I'd like to be part of that.
1: So, like, you're looking up at the hockey game, are we still winning? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah, 6-3 uh in the third, 2 minutes left to go. Okay. So that's a good question, Jamie, and and for anybody who's thinking about, you know, accessing some of those programs, you think that there'll be, usually elections are in, in the early summer, right? So right. So we'd be looking somewhere in June or July. Right. Yeah. So it's important that if you are thinking about accessing those programs to do so before that.
1: Yes, I am thinking of accessing those programs. Oh, are you? Uh, do you know anyone I can talk to?
0: Yeah, I know someone that I could probably hook you up with. Yeah. Excellent. Good Good guy. I'll make an appointment with you. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Um, Have you ever had duck cleaning done in your house? Yes, I have. And when when was that done?
1: It was actually, it's due again. I need to do that this spring. Uh, But it was done, I think, four years ago. Okay. So
0: we had a, a caller come in from Alex and Alex just wanted to know how often should I have my duct clean done for my home? So have you noticed a, a difference in your...
1: Immediately. The 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 day after it was the house. Now, honestly, every time it's like vacuuming your house, I mean, your house smells cleaner. Right. But it was, and really that's what you're doing. You're vacuuming your house. Right. Um, but on the inside, it's like cleaning out your you know, your arteries. Um, it wasn't just the next day, it was the the next week. You could still, there was a freshness to the air that was circulating in our house, whether it was with the air conditioning on, because we had it done in the in the in the spring, so we you know were immediately off, furnace was off, right? But our we're a constant run fan, the air conditioning on, you could just tell it just felt and looked different. The sunlight coming through the you know the windows, you so didn't, you didn't see, see that that, that fuzzy you stuff. You didn't see all that skin cell stuff floating around, which is skin most of skin cell stuff. That's most of what You've that is. You've been doing some research. I research. Told you, I pay attention. <laughs> I listen to the show. I listen to what you guys say. Okay, thank so. you.
0: Well, no, that's, so that's good because how often, really, it depends on the house as well. So yes. if you've got pets and a lot of carpeting, then you're going to need a duck cleaning more often than someone who doesn't have any pets and maybe they've got hardwood floors right. and yes.
1: Right. And okay. pets are a big thing. That's uh we noticed that and, <laughs> you know, funny, I always think about Peter and Flurry. Um, I mean, our dog shed and we don't think nothing about it. Uh I have a dog and my sister, my sister, my daughter has a dog and the, they tussle on the floor, and it's like the you know cloud of dust that comes off from them, and that ends up somewhere. Yeah, you know. Yes, we sweep some of it up, but some of it ends up in the uh, a lot intake. of it ends up in your ductwork. Yes, yeah. yeah,
0: as well as as well as other odds and ends. I remember as a boy, I would throw things down the register, right? So
1: you were one of those, eh? Right?
0: If you've got kids, you probably <laughs> you should have a look at that as well. Yeah. Anyways, we're at the bottom half of the hour, and we should go to break. So uh, we'll check in with you later. Thanks. Well, there's an old favorite from Ed? Leonard Cohen, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. That was not Leonard Cohen. Who was it? I'm not sure who that was.
0: No, no, that wasn't, but it's no. his song. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was the the Clark House School Choir. Anyways, Richard picked that, so he finished his second this Congratulations, week. Congratulations, Richard. Yeah. He actually is... Uh, I, I was waiting for a text, and I finally got one from him. He wanted me to ask Peter, but I couldn't at the time. It was See, he, he figures that... Um, we we didn't start losing curling till Peter went over.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'll let him I'll let him take that up yeah, with not the boss. touching
0: that one. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. I just want to remind people the phone lines are open, so if you if you have a burning question for us, please give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Got it. Okay.
1: Okay. All right and I actually I have a a, a call that's come in or a, an email that we got back at the office there Steve from from Jamie and not this Jamie either. Oh okay. Um, and it was about uh change in um uh air filters in your uh, furnace or duct cleaning and whether or not that's going to affect uh cooking odors in your uh, house. Oh
0: okay. So cooking odors uh, odors are are completely different than let's say dust and stuff, right? So your filter is really good at collecting dust. Uh, There is a filter out there nowadays, which they actually coat with an activated charcoal and it will help reduce odors. It's not going to get rid of of all of them though. If you've got an odor problem in your house, there's there's a couple of other things that we would recommend. Um, Typically, if you were trying to get rid of odors in your house, most people would just open the windows, right?
1: And we're talking cooking odors here.
0: Right. So do they have an exhaust hood over their, over their f- stove? Do they use it? Because uh, if that's the best way to get rid of your odors is to just exhaust them out of the house. Right. Um, but if you don't have something like that, then you really, you know, some people will just simply open the windows. If you don't like opening the windows when it's minus 22 out, we do make a product which is a ventilation machine and it it will exchange the air in the house. So it in essence will help reduce, you know, the, the cooking odors that are in, but... Really, a range hood is your best bet,
1: and especially if they're using a, a gas furnace or um, cook stove, they have to have that range hood on. Right.
0: So if they if you have a gas cook stove in your house, you have to have a range hood that exhausts outside, not one of the recirculating models. And why is that? It's called carbon monoxide. Ah, very good. CO. Yep. And because your your stove will create a little bit of carbon monoxide, and it has to be exhausted out of the house. So that's why those you, they're very specific as to what fan goes into the kitchen.
1: So there is no special filter I can put in my furnace that's going to take care of those types of odors.
0: Well, activated charcoal, and uh, we also we also use something which is called uh, PCO technology, ultraviolet. Um, okay, it does odor absorption as well. I was in a home where they had some where they had some pets and you could always smell uh, the dogs in the house and be, they were dog lovers and everything, but they've had a lot of people just say that they could smell the dogs in the house. So they wanted to change that for guests. So we put in a couple of UV PCO systems. And when you walk in that house now, can't smell a thing.
1: Excellent. That's yeah. good. Relatively so, inexpensive?
0: Um, Yeah, relatively inexpensive. It, it, it really depends. I guess it depends what you're trying to achieve, right? So you, you can... We can find a really we can find a solution for anything given we given enough time we can figure it out for you.
1: Yeah. Excellent. You guys are the solutions people. Well,
0: we try to be, right?
1: Excellent. That's good.
0: We try to we try to figure it out if we can't. If we don't have an answer for you right away, then we'll try to contact someone who has the knowledge.
1: That's right? why I like hanging out with you guys.
0: <laughs> well, I learned something today about LED bulbs. Yeah. Right? There you go. Very cool. All right. Um water heaters. Yes. Everybody has one. What yes. do you have it? What do you have at your house? I have
1: a rental water heater at my house. So it's a tank. It is a tank, yes.
0: And I have a and I own my tankless. Yes. Yeah. So your tank. How does that? That's just there's just you and Catherine in the house now. Yes, there is. Okay. Yes. So you don't use the hot water you used to use. No,
1: we do not. Not anywhere close. Okay.
0: And on your tank hot water heater, when's the last time you done you did a service on it? I hear, I hear nothing. <laughs> I hear a pin drop. I hear, uh, I hear, uh, you're supposed to do a service on a nothing. tank. I hear nothing. Yeah.
1: I did not know that. Most, I learned something new. Um
0: I would recommend it now, but sediment will build up at the bottom of a tank water heater. Okay. And if you just if you refer to the owner's manual, it will it'll show you it but tell you that you should take a little water off that tank every year just to kind of take the sediment away cuz that's why that tap is at the bottom. Okay.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that.
0: Not only is it for draining the water heater, but it's also, you know, to to help service it as well and take some of that, help take the sediment off the bottom of the tank.
1: So on your service plans and programs that you guys offer, is that something that one of your techs would do when they, they would come would do in? that, yes. Yeah. Because you guys also offer rental water heaters as we well? We do
0: offer rental water heaters, yeah.
1: And, and that's uh, fairly new?
0: Uh we've been renting water heaters now for about 3 or 4 years okay yeah and really uh, if you're if you're uh, the rental is an individual thing so a lot of people rent their water heaters and a lot and still I don't know how many people own their water heaters but we chose we chose water heater ownership at the time um but there are a lot of benefits to rental water heaters especially i think On the tankless side of things, rental's not a bad idea because on the rental rate, we come out once a year because a tankless has to have a maintenance done, so we would be coming out every year to do that maintenance as well.
1: No, I won't bring it up. No, go ahead. No. Go ahead. No. It is important that you get that maintenance done. Otherwise, what will happen?
0: It just stops working.
1: And how did you find that out? Uh, Someone was having a shower?
0: Yeah, my wife was having a shower, and uh, when a tankless water heater turns off, uh, due to uh, a problem, it, it starts beeping.
1: Yes, but and if you're in the shower, you can't hear that beeping.
0: No, but if you're downstairs and your wife's in the upstairs <laughs> shower and you hear the beeping, <laughs> you think, Uh-oh. this is not going to be good. So, r- And really, it's very inconvenient because you don't know and the water is just going to turn cold on you. Right. Uh, there's no. Where a tank, you'll start to feel it get a little bit less right. cold or less hot and it'll cool down and then you'll know enough to turn it off. But not with tankless, it just shocks off. you.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So the importance of what I'm saying is it's important that you look after your water heater. Even if you have a tank, you should be taking a little yeah. bit of water off the bottom. I'm going to
1: do that when I get home today. I did not know that.
0: I will. Just let me forewarn oh, you, know, no. if though. It, if it's never been done, you may be leery not to do it because if it's... What's the tap? Is it a brass tap at the bottom plastic. or is it plastic?
1: Plastic. Don't open it. Okay. <laughs> you'll never get it closed. Yes, okay. Yes, we just had a little bit of water in our basement from uh, Mother Nature this past week, so we don't need any more.
0: If if you did it on a regular basis, I'd, I'd have no qualms about you opening up that yeah. plastic valve. But no, but
1: it's never been done. Then don't.
0: Don't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So a um, so customer wanted to know what brands of water heaters we sell. So when it comes to tanks, we typically deal in ream hot water heaters, um, but tankless we deal in... Ream and a company called Renai.
1: So okay. both of those Yes, I've heard of both of those companies, so. Have you? Yes. Yeah. In my research. <laughs> I, I need to stay on top of these things.
0: You do. I've got, I've got a text from, uh, from Richard. I'll just read. Oh, he was just talking about the, um, he was talking about the Olympics and his burning question. Oh, and my, my wife texted in as well about the cold water thing. This did not just, just happen once. <laughs> oh, <laughs> huh. well that's
1: new. <laughs> uh. hmm.
0: Yes. Moving along. Do you have hmm. another question for me?
1: Yes. We have another one come in. Um, well, this one also from Jamie, apparently. Oh no, no, this is from uh, Susan. Sorry about that. Um, uh, where should return airs be located? Um, I know a lot of the original houses, uh, cold air return is on the main floor. Right. Um, I know that in my house, it's on the main floor, but I, because I did some research, put my own in, in the basement, about six inches up from the floor on the basement. Did you? And it seemed to make sense to me. And then after I did that, I asked you, (laughs) and you said, yeah, that's a good idea. So just, can you explain that why?
0: Sure. So um, in a house, hot air rises, cold air falls, right? Pretty simple, yes. Uh, nowadays, and we've learned a whole lot more about how air moves in a house. So, whether it's winter or summer, when you in the winter time, every time you open a door into your house, the cold air is going to find the lowest level of the house, i.e., the basement. Yep. And in the summer time, when your air conditioner is working, all that cold air you're making is ending up in the basement. Yes. Okay, it's just physics; it yes. has to go there. So, it wasn't a problem thirty or forty years ago when we weren't in our basements, but now we consider the basement just part of our living space nowadays. Yes, we do. Okay. So if you don't address that, you're going to you're just going to be you're going to end up wanting to put a fireplace in there or keep a blanket down there because you're always going to be cold. So if you put the cold air returns on the floor in the basement, it it gives the furnace the ability when that when it's running to pull that cold air off the floor and put it in the mix with the rest of the house. And nowadays, the other thing the, the other thing we do is on the upper level. So if you just live in a one-story bungalow, mm-hmm. then your your return airs on the main floor should be high in the wall.
1: And why is that? Because the heat's up there. Okay. Oh, so, cuz there is no basement, so you want trying to recover the heat from, up the, from top. the
0: top. So what what you're trying to recover the you're trying to recover your air from the two extremes, the highest point in the house and the lowest point in the house and then if you turn your fan system on or even when your furnace or air conditioner is running it's pulling from all those spaces blending the air together and re-delivering it so really the house becomes much more comfortable if you're if you're doing that
1: right and and yeah and in that we noticed that too when i did that that the the levels were much the basement was still cooler right but it wasn't as cool as, as it was
0: cool. and the other thing too think of it this way if your air conditioner is running uh, it may not have to run as often because it's going to recover some of that cold air it's already created out of the basement Right. Okay. Perfect. We're at 945. I'm late. Christian will want to go to break, so we'll catch you right after this. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>
1: I think it's it's more like a day of the
0: king, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elvis, yeah, he was the king. He uh he brought it uh throughout a whole bunch of different um types of music. So yes, yeah, yeah. he was good at his craft.
0: Yeah, he was very good at his craft. Yeah. So that was picked by Dan, the Dan. Uh, designer of the of the topic this yeah. week and that was amazing grace from yes. Elvis. Yeah. And
1: Dan's helping his uh his daughter and son in law move this weekend, so yeah. it's not that he's off this weekend, no, he's no. working.
0: He is working. Uh, yeah. where are they moving to?
1: Uh, still in Barrie, but just uh, they've just bought another house. Their family is growing, I growing, think, so they need yeah. a little bit more room. And yeah,
0: well, good for him. Yeah,
1: good for them. Yes,
0: hopefully he's not lifting anything too heavy.
1: No, no. no. Yeah, Adam Adam's a big, strong yeah. boy. He could he, <laughs> he can do be
0: able all, to all do that, do that himself a heavy lifting, <laughs> exactly. <yes. laughs> yep. All right. So, um, also, I just I needed to bring everybody up to date that uh, we just won a bronze medal in hockey, men's okay. hockey. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So,
1: well, bronze is better than nothing. Participant medal.
0: (laughs) I don't think I don't think you get a participant medal in the Olympics.
1: Everywhere else you do. Yeah, I don't Uh, think so. No,
0: No. it's a nice thought. Maybe you could write to the IOC and. uh,
1: Nope, there should always be winners and should always be people that don't win. That's that's how it is.
0: That's life. Yep. Okay. So, ever had any water coming out of your furnace?
1: Uh, yes, we have.
0: Okay. And what was the problem with it? Do you remember?
1: Um, well, this this is uh, because our, our dog, I believe, what we were told was um, the dog we had at the time, once again, was very sheddy. We did not get our ducts cleaned. We did not change the filter as often as we should have. And our coil and our air conditioner became t- frozen frozen and plugged with stuff. Stuff. Yes. Nasty stuff. Yep. Nasty stuff. And so it just started to,
0: when it decided to thaw. Yep. And so it, there'd have been quite a large puddle on the. floor There was, end.
1: yes, yes. We thought, actually we thought the uh, water heater had uh, failed. Because there's that much Which water. Which also happened to us too, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the same time, but.
0: Okay. So um, what did you do? Did you just kind of sop that up and then you had a service call come in and.
1: Yes. No. I just had a service call come in. This was before my association with you guys, so okay. this was many years ago.
0: And you noticed that? Did you notice that the air conditioner just wasn't working anymore? Or? Correct.
1: Yeah, it was running all day, and and the house was not cool.
0: Okay. And did you go down and actually look at the furnace and and look at or not? Did you well, see ice going into the furnace? No, I did not.
1: No. Okay. I wasn't that aware of my heating and air conditioning system oh, okay. at the time.
0: All right. So just. For our listeners, uh, there's two parts to your air conditioner. Your air conditioner uses your furnace to move cold air throughout the house, but there's a part above the furnace that we call a coil, and it's attached to the box outside, which is the condenser. And really, it just—it's a big refrigerator. Works just like your refrigerator. Um, but the the thing above the furnace gets very, very, very cold. And if it can't, if it can't, if the air blowing past it can't get rid of the cold, it just turns into a big block of ice, which is what happened in your case. Yes. So the coil got plugged, the furnace couldn't push air through it, it couldn't get the cold removed, and it just froze up. Yes. Okay. And unfortunately, when that thaws, it's thawing down through your furnace. Yes. So it's not good for your furnace when that happens. It's just important. Another reason, the importance of keeping your filter changed and keeping your filter clean and your ductwork clean is that in the long run, it can be a costly repair, to get that coil clean because it's not easily accessible.
1: No, it is not. And most furnaces, like ours, is in a little nook, in okay. a box, and, yeah, there's not much room.
0: Right. So, unfortunately, the technician would have had to take more time to complete that job. Yes. And I don't know what company you were using, but if they're charging by the hour, it certainly it's different than, like, a company like us that we charge by flat rate. So, okay. Excellent. Yeah, so just the importance of your filter. Yeah. Really, filters... It's, the, it's really the most important thing a homeowner can do with your furnace is is buy a decent filter and change it on a regular basis. And
1: that's something everyone can do themselves. They don't right. need to call.
0: They don't need to call. Nope. No. Like if, 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 you've got a, if you've got a special kind of filter, then I would just suggest you buy more than one from what, whoever you're buying it from. And then just keep an extra one downstairs by the furnace so that it, when it comes time to change because you've forgotten, because we all forget, then you'll have it right there when you need it.
1: And not the cheapest filter. Right? <laughs> that's right. Probably the best filter. Filters if, are important.
0: If you can if if you hold a filter up to light and you can see through it and you can you can identify what's on the other side of that filter by looking through it. No. It's not stopping anything. No. Right. No. Okay. We and, call we call those golf ball catchers.
1: And that's you know, that's just like my industry. I mean you you pay for what you get, the filter that you buy. Um, I mean it's like the liver. That right. you have in your body, it helped filter all that stuff out. It's, and it's important. It's job is job one. Extremely. Yeah. So
0: we've had a lot of water. Yes. Uh, a lot of people's sump pumps have been working overtime. Yes. Uh, hopefully, you know, you were, you were, hopefully you were smart enough to, to check those out to make sure that they were operating properly. Yes. Uh, because if they weren't, then you would have been caught in a bad predicament. But just because it's been working and it's been working in overtime. You just make sure that that sump pit's clean, especially after all that water's been through there, so make sure that it's clean and uh there's no sediment in there, so you just may want to clean that pit out now that the water's kind of settled down and then just just make sure just make sure that that pump is still working properly. make sure that it hasn't had anything go through it that shouldn't have gone through it because there's been a lot of debris and stuff uh you don't know what's been coming into your sump hole, so just keep track of that, make sure your pump's good. Some people keep a spare pump, you know, just in case it just... You do? Yes, I do. Just in case
1: yours fails. Um, I live beside the uh, the grandfather of plumbing. The godfather. their godfather, the, the sorry. Godf- yeah, grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> yeah, he, has a, he has a grandfather, He has too, a grandfather. So, so. It's okay. Yes. So, yes, he taught me that valuable lesson that it was important to, to make sure you paid attention to that.
0: Well... Let's say your sump pump fails at two o'clock in the morning, you're not going to be able to go anywhere to get one, right?
1: No. And as good as the emergency service that you guys provide in a system like that, you're not going to get there fast enough.
0: Right. If, like, if it takes us an, even if it takes us an hour to get there, the water's already going to start doing this damage. Yes. Okay. So keep that in mind. If you have a sump pump, you just, for the cost of them, you just may want to have a secondary standby. Okay. Right. So we're getting to that time. Time goes quickly, right? It does. Yeah, so just need to make a couple of mentions of some things. We um we have coupons on uh on our website, so please check that out at royinch. dot com. Uh, we have rental specials, so you can contact us for more informa- information on um on renting. We also have a sixty dollars plumbing services call, so we've have we have we've reduced our rate for plumbing calls. Yep, I heard that on the radio. Yeah. And then we still have our winter replacement offer, which is the, our best deal of the year. And since Peter's in Pyeongchang, uh, those have been going out the door quite nicely. So <laughs> <laughs> it's called Peter is Away Sale. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, always. Good. Good. All right. I thank you very much for coming in today yeah. to helping me out. And Always glad to help. You're coming back next week to help me out.
1: Yes, I'm going to try to do that. Yes. Thank you. As long I as you let me that. back in the door.
0: I'll let you back okay. in. Okay. And Christian? want to thank Christian, thank let Christian back, in? back in the radio. Thank you, Christian, for looking after us. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London, St. Thomas at 519-681-2450. Sarnia, you can call us at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS. You can listen to a podcast of this show at any time at Royinch.com and hit the Inch by Inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, but by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. (music) ¶¶